As early as the second century, some Christians began celebrating Easter on the first spring full moon. Around the same time, there were other Christians who celebrated Easter on the Sunday after the spring full moon, of course. And it was not until the Council of Nicaea in the year 325 that the church had an edict that said it needed to be a uniform date. And they chose the full moon occurring, the first full moon that occurs on or after the vernal equinox, March the 21st. Which means that our spiritual ancestors sent the invitation for this night, prepared it almost 1,700 years ago. And they believed that we would show up. And we did. And what is more, this year they prepared the invitation with not only a beautiful full moon, but a full and pink moon. How lovely and incredible that our spiritual ancestors thought of us 1,700 years ago, almost. A poignant reminder that the holy calling that we have to not just set this table, but to prepare it for those who go after us, preparing the most gracious invitation for people that we cannot yet even imagine. Time itself is a mystery and it's a conundrum. Time is a conundrum and that's putting it lightly. We could use other more colorful words. Time is maddening. Time is a horror. Time includes all kinds of things that I don't think that it should. Cruelty and injustice and death and chaos. All kinds of things that just don't make any sense whatsoever. And the church at her best is very honest about that when it looks out into the world or within our own four walls. A lot that happens within time makes no sense whatsoever, and much of it we regret and we should. But the ritual of this night, the mystery of this night, is trying to remind us or help us to realize for the first time that somehow our times are in God's hands. That chronology, the timeline that we face day to day, is but a small part of the fabric of eternity. I used to have a friend who who said all the time, take the long view. This whole night's about taking the long view. In a few moments, when Ken and Katie is at the altar celebrating the Eucharist or saying the Eucharistic prayer along with all of us, she will say that in the fullness of time... Jesus, or God's child, came on earth in the fullness of time. It's not that God wasn't up to much before Jesus. Thanks for laughing at that. (laughs) But it is that God chose to do something new, to make something, I don't know if clear is the right word, but to reveal a new perspective on things. On Good Friday, Canon Broderick preached a remarkable sermon. He said that what the cross is about is God saying to us, I relate, I really feel what you feel, and I feel it from the inside. 
The message of Easter complements and builds upon that, and it's something like this, that God says in the resurrection that there's more, that there's always more than the eye can see in any moment. There's always more underneath every injustice. There's always more underneath every death. There's always more underneath even every joy, every celebration. There's always more just below the surface or around the edges that we cannot see. Take the long view. And the resurrection of Christ is a sign and sacrament and symbol of what God is doing everywhere if we had eyes to see throughout the entire cosmos. In my last parish, a new remarkable woman who'd been in recovery for about a decade or two. Recovery from alcoholism. And before you imagine her, we probably should just imagine all of ourselves because in one sense, all of us wrestle um, with some demon or another that should be filed under the title of addiction. But her demon was alcoholism and she had fought it and won at great cost. And she said once what she thought helped her to make it to that point in her journey, what the, what the magic was, what got her to that point. She said it was two things. She said, one, it was, it was AA. It was going to those groups day by day. And specifically what it was going to those groups, she said it was hearing the stories of other people like herself. And those stories, she says, and she needed it all the time, those stories reminded her that she was not alone. She said, I can choose to be alone, but that's my choice because there are other companions along this way that I must travel and I don't have to be alone. The second thing she said was, it was the realization that resurrection is something that can happen in this life. That can happen in this life. We will grasp something of the mystery of this night and of this meal and of this story when we realize deep in our bones and souls that resurrection is not only about eternity, but can happen long before we die and even multiple times.